This is On Call, a podcast by Code Blue. Health is a human right. Hello everyone, I'm Kanmani Batumalai from Code Blue. These are the headlines for the day. COVID-19 infections among children below the age of 12 are almost double the number of cases among adolescents and elderly in August and September. According to the Ministry of Health, children below 12 form 14.8% of the total COVID-19 cases in August and 16.1% of the total infections in September. This is nearly two times higher compared to the cases among adolescents and elderly from August to September. COVID-19 infections among children and adolescents appear to be tapering from August to September. However, among the elderly, infections went up slightly by 4.4% from 45,373 cases in August to 47,385 cases in September. Over the same period, between August 1 and September 30, the share of new COVID-19 cases among fully vaccinated people in Malaysia rose 6.9% on August 1 to 53.7% from the total daily cases on September 30. The overall decline in cases, including among under-12s, could be attributed to increased protection as more adolescents and adults get vaccinated. As for the uptick in elderly cases, increasing international evidence of declining effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines over time points to possible waning immunity among the elderly. The federal government has spent a total of 4.36 billion ringgit to procure 87.9 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines as of August 25. These include COVID-19 vaccines procured under the COVAX facility and direct negotiations with several vaccine manufacturers such as Pfizer and AstraZeneca on exact procurement cost. Kyrie Jamaluddin says the central government is subjected to non-disclosure terms as stipulated in its agreement with COVID-19 vaccine providers. Top management of Cebu Hospital in Sarawak says the healthcare facility increases bed capacity to accommodate rising COVID-19 patients. The hospital director Dr. Nanda Kumar Tirunavakarasu says there are 57 ICU beds for COVID-19 patients comprising 28 in ICU and 29 repurposed beds in the acute COVID-19 ward. Dr. Nanda Kumar says there are 13 ICU beds in the respiratory ward that are still being upgraded which will add to the number of ICU beds available by October 30. Another 10 beds from modular ICUs are being built and will be ready by October 11. The hospital management is also in the process of establishing a field hospital to overcome the problem of insufficient beds in particular for non-COVID cases. The field hospital is expected to be able to accommodate 100 beds. All construction cost will be borne by the Sarawak State Disaster Management Committee. Opposition lawmakers today call on the government to publish the findings of an inquiry into the fire at Sultana Amina Johor Bahru Hospital that killed six patients in 2016. Banda Kuching MP Dr. Kelvin Yee and Johor Bahru MP Akmal Nasir say MOH should immediately upgrade fire safety features in all of its healthcare facilities across the nation. 
Deputy Health Minister to Aaron Agodagang replies a civil lawsuit against HSA and government over the fire disaster is still ongoing in court. The report by an independent committee revealed that HSA had operated illegally without a fire certificate since unsuccessfully applying for one in 2002. Aaron also says a total of 47 public hospitals are 50 years and older and were built way before the introduction of the Uniform Building by Law 1984 and Fire Service Act 1988. According to the Deputy Health Minister, out of a total of 76 MOH facilities that require a fire certificate, including HSA, 32 have obtained a fire certificate, whereas the balance of 44 hospitals and public health clinics are in the process of getting the certificate.